hold it up. And on the count of three, we're going to read the Bible declaration. One, two, three, all of us together. This is my Bible. It is God speaking to me. I am who it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. So I open my heart today to hear God speak a word that would change my life forever. And again, before I go into the actual scripture, if you guys want to hold your place at Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, um, I had a lot of thoughts going into this because I didn't particularly know exactly uh, what I felt led to speak on, just because there was just a lot that was going on. And, 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 and I was like, man, um, do I... Do I speak on this? I speak on this. I speak on this. You know, whatever. And so, as I was doing some, some, some reading time this past week, I, I was, uh, God was speaking heavy in the midst of all the things that I was going through. God was speaking heavy, and so, um, I believe that He left me with this. So, if you get anything out of today, if you get any message out of today, if anything would pierce your heart, I hope that it would be this, because this is what I believe the Lord leading me to. For this, being, for this being the premise, uh, the basis of what I'll be speaking on today. If you guys can go to Deuteronomy chapter 8, uh, we're going to read chapters, uh, verses 2 to 3. In fact, I'll just read it to you guys. Uh, verses 2 to 3. Remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years. And by the way, I must say, I felt so uh, encouraged just knowing how this is going to be aligned with what Franz mentioned during ministry time and what Blanca mentioned during uh, the offering. Humbling you and testing you to prove your character and to find out whether or not you would obey his commands. Verse 3. Yes, he humbled you by letting you go hungry and then feeding you with manna. And manna was like considered this uh, this holy bread. It wasn't considered the, the best thing, but it was considered the next best thing as I was doing some research on this. A food previously unknown to you and to your ancestors. He did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone. Get this, get this, get this. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. So here we're reading about, about uh, uh, wilderness. And so for some perspective on wilderness and for us to really understand wilderness, uh, let me just say this. It's not something that, that, that uh, we go through because God is mad at us. It's not something that we go through because we had done something wrong or uh, 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 God isn't like us or he's not present and such. And I'll get into that uh, more a little bit later on. Uh, but here we're learning about uh, the people of Israel where God was providing for them as he humbled them leading into the wilderness for 40 years. Into the wilderness. So this is where... They learned about obeying God, all while disciplining them. So he was providing for them all in the wilderness, all in the wilderness. Some of you guys are in the wilderness today, and some of you guys, God is still providing for you. Maybe not what you ask for, but he doesn't give you what you ask. He gives you what you need. So you're going through the wilderness, and here you're seeing, you're experiencing all these hardships, but at the same time, God is still providing for you. Boom, boom, this is what you need to get through. This is what you need to get through. And I got to tell you guys, the wilderness is, is something that we all go through. Unfortunately, it happens more than once. Um, it'll happen again. And if you've, gone through, if you've been through some sense of a wilderness before, um, it can happen again. It only just stretches us uh, to help us grow. When, when uh, can 
I just be completely like transparent and a little bit vulnerable? Can I be a little bit, uh, can I share some deep stuff? <laughs> it's funny, I was uh, uh, going to talk to I'm going to talk to some of the leaders today. Hey, how, how, uh, how deep should I go? How uh, real can I be? How, like, uh, 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 so exposed can I be? And, of course, there's, there's going to be some kind of, like, there will be some discretion. Like, I mean, I, I, I filtered that branch. is like, oh, no. <laughs> no, but there will be some discretion. So, uh, so no need to worry about that. But uh, I got to tell you guys this. A couple of weeks ago, I want to say like the beginning of August. I don't know what it was, but it was it was me kind of going through even if I had shared this with somebody else, I wouldn't have known how to share it because I because I didn't necessarily know what I was going through, but I was going through some weird things and I really didn't get it because I was going through these feelings that were that were that weren't really coming for one particular thing. Like, I wasn't, like, mad at, like, a person, or I wasn't sad at, like, a person or a situation, but I was just really, I felt so, like, distant from God, incredibly distant. And I was I was busy uh, doing different things, and I was, uh, my life felt so, so back-to-back. I mean, I got to tell you guys, up at camp, that was such an incredible time. I love being there with you guys, but for me, it was also one of the t- uh, times that I led on a level that I had not led before. Yeah, Pastor Luke was there and such, right? Uh, but he had also empowered me to do, uh, to do like different things and such, and so that and and uh, which is great in itself. Don't feel like oh my gosh. He was mad at us. No, 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 not at all. So that, and then coming back down, jumping straight up into work life, being busy with that. And then we had all these different events coming up here in the ministry, here at church, and then all these things. And so, like, I was kind of called up to do different things. And I was like, as much as I'm leading, I feel so unqualified. As much as I'm leading, I feel so unequipped. I feel so unspiritual. I feel so, like, not 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 ready to do these things. You know what I'm saying? And it, it was my own wilderness. In fact, and it, there were even things that were going on, there were things that were going on at home in my family, certain relationships and such. And uh, uh, we recently had just people just move into my house. And so, so how many of you guys know, like in your house, you kind of have like your own flow, right? Like you have your own structure, like you do things a certain way. And then so like any little thing that gets off, you're just kind of like, uh, like we don't do that up in here. Like that's not how we roll up in this house. Like you better fix this. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you kind of want to like, you kind of want to tell them like, hey, this is right. And so just kind of, kind of gets you a little bit and stuff, you know? And so I'm, I'm uh, self-employed. So I'm at home, not a lot. Um, actually, no, I am a lot, but it's because I'm working like from home, right? So, so even that kind of twisted things a little bit. I'm kind of like, well, this is kind of weird now. Like now, it's just kind of feel kind of like different and stuff. You know, whatever. I can't be as free as I would want to be and such. So even just situations like that, um, that kind of affected um, other personal relationships with my family too. Uh, that also got really, really weird too. And so it felt, I felt, it felt very dry. It felt like I was burning out. Um, and I got to tell you this, this, this 
opened up a window. It opened up a window for Satan to just come right in. For the devil to just come right in. To start to, to, start to deceive me in different things. Uh, to start to lie to me in different things. To start to, to um, remind me of certain ways uh, that maybe I was before. How many of you guys experienced this before where the devil just kind of starts to remind you of things that Jesus already put to death, but he'll, bring it, but he'll try to bring it back to life? Or start to maybe even bring up things from, from family, like change and stuff in different situations and such. So it was an open window for the devil to attack. Oh, and he so did. Oh, he so did. He so did. And when you're going through the wilderness, it'll keep you from reaching out to people. I got to tell you guys this. This past Saturday, and mind you, the feeling that I had, as a matter of fact, when I, last Saturday for the rally, uh, before the rally, I was here a little bit and I was kind of helping prep and stuff. But the night before, we had a family party at our house. And so I kind of had a help for that and stuff. And then, so, so then I was here at the rally. And then I had to leave early because I had to go back to my house to help set up and do the uh, different things. I was asked to go get food. And so anyway, back to my house, I was late. And so, and that was my own fault. But back to my house, I was late. So then because I was late, I mean, I got the whole, like, oh, Adrian, I, all you care about is yourself. You don't even hear it on time. Da, 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 da. And so all these different things, right? So I started getting, I felt like super judged. Like, man, I can't do anything right, right? And then on Wednesday, so this past week, probably like two or three times, I was late to seeing clients, and I was just like, this is so not of me. It's so unprofessional. I woke up late just because I had no, I had no motivation to, uh, to just wake up. I woke up late. Uh, I felt bad about that. I was super apologetic. And then on Wednesday, Wednesday comes, we had a leadership meeting, and I'm late to that, like 30 minutes late, and then I get a text from someone like, we're just waiting for you. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't do anything right. I stuck as a leader. Like, why am I even in leadership? Like, I felt so, like, unqualified, right? And so we get these feelings when certain situations like this happen. And so when certain situations like this happen, we get super vulnerable, and when we get super vulnerable and not not powered by the spirit, that leaves an open window for the devil to come in and start to lie to you and start to deceive you and start to tell you different things. He'll get you in your wilderness if we don't understand our wilderness and and we don't understand why we're going through it. And I'll get to the why in a minute. Uh, We don't understand why, why we're going through it. This past Saturday, I went to a coffee shop and I was on my computer. I was working on some stuff. And then my mentor calls me and this is a man that I believe that um, God led me to 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 um, uh, to hit up for him to mentor me. So uh, so he has been for several years now. So he hits me up after not talking to him for a couple of weeks. In fact, he spoke at a conference, and so I just kind of felt like, oh, you know, I want to hit you up, you know, because you were busy conference and like all these different things and stuff, you know, whatever. And so this is what he told me. And when he told me this, I was like, like something in me just broke. Let me tell you guys, God will speak right through your leader to you to tell you guys something. Right to your mentor. He'll, he'll speak something right to your mentor for you. Specifically, specifically, if it's, um, if it's spirit-led. He said, he said this, watch. He said this. The enemy doesn't want you to call me because he knows I'll expose him and wipe him out. The enemy wants you to think that people are too busy for you. And so the enemy will get you to think, oh, people are too busy for you. Don't hit them up. 
oh, this person can't help you because of this. Oh, that person can't help you because they're too busy or they're there. So there's, they're, they're not that available. Uh, don't hit up that family member because they're not that available. So you just go hit up somebody else. You just go hit up somebody else who's just going to make you feel good. Can you just, like, lift me up a little bit? Right? Instead of someone speaking right to the root of what's going on, um, I'm going to be a little bit more vulnerable. Uh, <laughs> I, I text uh, Pastor Luke on, I think it was like on Wednesday, Thursday. I said, hey, uh, Sunday I'm speaking. Um, uh, kind of get the verse and such, you know, the, the service stuff. And then she goes, yeah, uh, uh, uh. That's something I'm bringing on today, so I'll send you two later on today. I said, cool, perfect. So then he texted me, I think the day after, maybe that same day, but just a little bit later. He texted me and says, hey, uh, this long text with some other stuff. And then he says, hey, on Sunday, uh, we won't do scripture reading. I feel led for us not to do scripture reading. In fact, just speak whatever's on your heart. And I said, ooh, come on, somebody, because people are about to get it. I believe Jesus broke me free from certain things. And he said, I give you full clearance to speak on whatever's on your heart. And I said, thank you, Lord, because this Sunday, people about to be set free. Thank you, Jesus. That deserves an amen. If you guys agree with that, come on, somebody. So I was excited. I was like, okay. I was, I was like, okay, devil, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. Why? Why do we go through the wilderness season? Uh, first, let me say this. I mentioned this to you guys before. The wilderness for you is not God's rejection for you. It's not God's rejection on you. It's not God uh, not loving you. And I found that really important to mention because I think sometimes we go through wilderness and we think, and we think, like, are we doing something wrong? Um, gosh, what sin did I commit? Uh, so we start to kind of do, like, all these different things, right? And so let's look at uh, Deuteronomy uh, chapter 8, verse uh, 16 uh, to 18. I love this right here. He fed you with manna in the wilderness, a food unknown to grant. Uh, to your ancestors. He did this to humble you and test you for your own good. Verse 17, he did all this so you would never say to yourself, I have achieved this wealth with your own, with my own strength and energy. Verse 18, remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. Church, let me tell you, being tested and humbled by God reveals what's really in our hearts. It exposes the death of what's going on in our hearts. And sometimes, it, sometimes that, like that hurts, right? Because I remember when I was going through a season where God was working on my level of uh, 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 compassion towards family and like friends and stuff. And I was like, dang, Lord, like. I mean, is it really that bad? Like, I mean, I have to be extra, like, nice or whatever. But compassion is not just being nice. So that was something that was super deep that he really revealed in me. These are the things that are too hard to overcome. Uh, it's the things that we need help in. It's, it's the things that remind us and that prompt us that, hey, we need a savior in this area right here. We need a savior in this area right here for us to be set free because we cannot do it alone. We cannot do it alone. And so we need Jesus to help us to overcome that. And so many times in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, the book of Deuteronomy, uh, God is saying, listen, follow my commands, obey, uh, all throughout this book, all while being in the wilderness. So, so God is communicating to us 
even when we go through things. So we're going through the wilderness and God is trying to tell us like, hey, follow me. Hey, listen to me. Hey, obey me. There's a reason why I'm leading you through this. There's a reason why you're in this wilderness. It's to grow you, but you're just not getting the point. You still want to be rebellious, but I'm trying to teach you. I'm trying to test you. I'm trying to humble you so that you can eat the good of the land, so you can conquer the next land that he's trying to give you. Only, though, if you're in full obedience to what he's trying to tell us. And let me tell you, I used to not like that word obedience and obey. I thought like, oh my gosh, like this feels like so like military, you know what I mean? But it's but it's it, 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 uh, it's not it's not like that. Like I don't know how to put it, but it's not like 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 that, right? <laughs> and so like when I for when I was realizing this, I thought, wow, like he like it's 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 listening to him, so that way we don't go off track. It's listening to him, so that way. We don't go in the wrong direction that eventually can lead to death, right? Spiritual death? Not like you're going to physically die. It's listening to him and heeding to his name so that way it's going to help us to fulfill what he wants us to do. Can I just say this about callings really quick? Callings, I feel like, is something that sometimes we have a tendency to think like a calling is out there somewhere. It's it's somewhere out there. It's somewhere. It's somewhere that somebody has to prophesy over me. It's some. It's somewhere where, where I have to go to this big conference to receive my calling. Like, it, it, I think sometimes as young people we look at our callings like that. Um, even just the term itself. Like when I became a Christian, last week. Um, no, it wasn't last week. It was several years ago. Uh, when I, I thought like, okay, like that's, I don't know, like calling such a big word. It's, it's so spiritual. Like I'm not spiritual enough to have like a calling. You know what I mean? And I felt like, like I don't know if, I, if this whole calling thing is for me, you know? And so those, those, uh, those natural interests and those natural giftings that you have, that's of God. And if we can follow those things and, te- and ask God how to, how to, how we steward those things, like, that can be in alignment with what your calling is, what your purpose is, what you're destined to do. It's not something that's, that's like, totally outside of, like, what you're already good at. He, he wired you and created you and, and, and um, made you the way you are with the gifts and the talents that you guys have. Anyways, that's a whole different message. But anyway, we we'll go back to this. Okay, so, so God is communicating to us even when we go through things. So it's him telling trying to tell us certain things while we're going through the wilderness. That is uh, the reason why we go through it. Let's look at the story of Jesus um, who went through the ultimate stuff and rose again. Uh, Jesus all through went through the, Jesus who also went through the, uh, to the wilderness was even tempted by the devil more than once as a matter of fact. And so Jesus went into the wilderness led by the Holy Spirit. He went into the wilderness uh, 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 filled by the Spirit, right? So here's in the wilderness being tested. Jesus came out powered by the Spirit. He came out stronger. Um, he had resisted all these different temptations. And he was in the wilderness. And I got to tell you guys, a wilderness for you may look like something different. It may, be, it may be something in your school. It may be something in your family. It may be something um, personally with somebody else. It may be just emotions you're kind of wrestling uh, just among yourself for weird reasons. I mean... There was a, there was a day where, where. There was a day when I was going through this whole wilderness season myself. Like, I, it was really weird. I wanted to just go in my room and just like bundle up in a little corner, 
I don't even know why. I was like, this is so weird. Like, I'm not, like, like depressed. And I'm not trying to, like, bash on depression or anything like that. Like, I didn't really realize, like, how real that is until I experienced it. I didn't really realize how real that was. I understood depression more clinically than I understood it spiritually. So I was like, okay, like, I get this. Yeah, I know depression. So, you know, you got to do this. You got to go speak to someone and stuff, you know. But there is a spiritual, like, root, a spiritual battle that we're going through when we're going through depression. And it's deep and it hurts. And so when all I wanted to do was just go in my room and just, like, like just curl up in a little ball and just have God's presence hover over me. That's all I wanted. I don't think, listen, the, the word addiction doesn't come out of my mouth much. But I don't, I don't know another time where I was so addicted to God's word and his presence and just wanting to experience it. Trust me, when you experience it for the first time, you're like, whoa, can I just live here? Like, I don't even want to get any day older. Like, I'm, I'm good, Lord, right here. I'm chill. Like, calling, what? Like, no, like, I'm good right here. And so I just wanted to enter into that. I wanted to enter into, that's all I wanted. It was at night, like 10 p.m. at night. I try to read my word, and I couldn't do that. And I was just like, I'm so not inspired right now. You know, whatever. And plus, I had just eaten, so I was, like, super full, and I just couldn't feel spiritual. But anyway, um, I, that's all I wanted. Just in the midst of my wilderness, Lord, where are you in this situation? Let's look at uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 2, uh, referring back to Jesus. Since he himself has gone through suffering and testing, he is able to help us when we are being tested. If I can get the keys to come up for this, or the, the band to come up for this. It, and going back to verse 3 in Deuteronomy chapter 8. He did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. So, during this time... During this time of wilderness, I thought, Lord, you are so absent. You're, I feel like, I, I felt like he wasn't present. I felt like he wasn't, like I had done something wrong. And so here I am, like, re repenting like I never repented before. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I just wanted to come into his presence, and I felt like I couldn't. There was almost like this wall that was, like, preventing me from that happening. It, it was like, it, it was like this this wall that was that was kind of blocking it. And I forgot to mention this. And this is so key because I felt like when my mentor had said this to me over the phone yesterday, actually, I felt like that wall just came straight down. And and so this is what he said. He said, <clears throat> as I was telling what I was experiencing and stuff, and I told him like, I didn't call him after because I, I felt like he was too busy and such. And, and I told him, I don't. I really don't understand what it is I'm going through. It's really, really hard to explain. Um, in fact, I can't even put this into words right now. Um, it's a, it's, it's, I remember, I, I told him, I was like, I remember I wanted to go to my room and I just wanted to curl, curl up in a ball and just, just cry. Like I was hurting, but I didn't know what hurt. I was, I think I might have been depressed. I don't know. What do you think? Like, this was literally me. I think I might have been impressed. I don't know. What do you think? And so I said, I, I, really, I really don't know how else to put this. And he said, 
you're probably the sixth or seventh person who has shared this with me this week. I know exactly what you're going through. And I said, oh, praise the Lord, because I don't. It's, it's spiritual warfare. It's spiritual warfare you're going through. And so during these seasons where you're being called up, where God is trying to call you up, where God is trying to move you up, he's trying to have you go to new levels, new levels of faith. He's trying to take you to a new season. But in this season, you got to be prepared. And so let me tell you, it's, it's the enemy trying to keep you from receiving that growth, um, to keep you from hitting people up to ask for help, because the devil wants you to think that people are too busy for you. And the devil wants you to think that God's not being present. And so when he said this, I just felt like, it, and I'm telling you guys, I believe that God speaks to my through people that speak over my life. I felt like this wall just came down. And I felt like this sense of breakthrough. And I was like, oh my gosh. In that case, I received the wilderness because I know it's going to help me grow. I know it's going to help me go to go to a whole new level. So wilderness can feel sometimes like God's not around, like he's not present. Uh, like he's not present. The wilderness is testing. It's purifying, and it's only for preparation. It's only for preparation. Somebody put it this way. The greater the call, the greater the preparation. And so you, you come out different than you went in. And like I mentioned, Jesus went into the wilderness led by the Spirit and came out powered by the Spirit. He came out stronger. Stronger. And from my last scripture, I'll leave you guys with this. Let's go to Job uh, 23. Um, can I have you guys stand up for this, please? Or we're going to close it just as we close. And just for the next couple of minutes, can I just get you guys to really lock in and to really try to stay focused and to have your eyes on me, do what you got to do, look down. Uh, I don't care, but stay focused and have your... Um, Stay locked in. Because when I was in the back, uh, before I even came up, I felt like the Holy Spirit was like marking people to me from the back. From the back. I felt like he was marking people to me like this person, this person, this person. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, I mean, I was just walking in here like, Lord, I'm going to just speak what you want me to speak. So, Job in 23 verses 8 to 10. It says, I go east, but he's not there. I go west, but I cannot find him. I do not see him in the north, for he is hidden. I look to the south, but he is concealed. But he knows where I am going. Favorite part right here. And when he tests me, I will come out as pure as gold. As pure as gold. God is not looking at you guys with eyes of judgment. Um, he's not looking at you guys... Um, trying, trying to particularly condemn you while going through the wilderness. Um, he's not taking you through the wilderness to, uh, because he's mad at you. No, it's because he loves you. God is, taking, God is looking at you through this situation because he wants to help grow you. He wants to take you to new levels, to the next level. It, it's only pre preparation for what, he for what he has coming next. 
It's to shape, to mold your character, shape and mold your integrity. Because for what he has next, he needs you to be prepared. And so we, can't, so we cannot walk in rebelliousness. This is a time where we fully obey. Because partial obedience is not obedience. It's just partial obedience. But it's not full obedience. And so it's for him. It's because he loves us, first of all, and he wants the best for us. I, I want to go back into this song, and I want you guys... Um, to receive, number one, that he does love you. And whatever wilderness you guys are going through, can you guys communicate that to the Lord? Can you guys communicate it and say, Lord, I thank you that even though I'm going through a wilderness, that I will come out stronger, that I will come out faith-filled, that I will come out strengthened by your spirit and a whole new person. And I receive that what's coming after this wilderness is going to take me to the next level. And may you get all the glory. May you get all the glory. Please go back.